From Connect Booster, I'm Ryan Goodman. Today, I have the distinct pleasure of talking to Jerry Katavis, president of the ASCII Group. Those of you familiar with the association know that he and his team have done and are doing some amazing things for the MSP community, especially around education and member benefits. Here's what Jerry had to say. Our market is booming and we're, we're blessed to be in an industry that we can actually do what we're doing and technology is sort of the, the fabric that holds uh, the economy and the acceleration to go forward. And so we're going to see MSPs coming out of this with stronger infrastructure, better portfolios in terms of services that they're providing the end user. And what that is going to equate to is a better MSP for our industry. Jerry, thanks for joining us today. I know you have a a hectic schedule, as always, so I really do appreciate you taking the time out of your day to chat with us here at uh, Connect Booster. Absolutely, Ryan. Really appreciate uh, you giving me the opportunity to speak with you. Uh, You bet, man. So um, we're going to dig into um, really asking you uh, a bunch of questions around, you know, your observations uh, inside of the channel, especially this year, it's been uh, really flipped on its head. Um, we'd also like to learn more about the uh, ASCII group as well, and um, we will certainly get into that. But I have some other questions <laughs> prior to that that I'd, I'd love to uh, uh, get out of the way. And uh, a couple of basics, I'd love to have you just give us a you know a hundred thousand foot view of of what ASCII is, as well as you know where people can find your organization online. Sure. Listen, I appreciate that. So uh, just kind of getting the housekeeping things out of the way, you can go to ASCII.com, A-S-C-I-I.com to basically get any information related to the company. But behind the scenes, we're just this unique organization that tries to look at the market for the MSPs. And, you know, prior to that, obviously, uh, the VARs and the resellers on where is their roadblocks when it comes to your business becoming efficient and, you know, being smooth and, and, and uh, um, effective. And we just look at those areas, those pain points and go, okay, well, um, let's, let's try to do something here. Let's try to either provide a service, um, a uh, alliance with a company that can help um, smooth out the rough edges and give the MSPs sort of the tools to basically operate more effectively yeah. and it's a big space if you think about it like okay well there's so many areas that you could have issues in but we try to target the key ones mm-hmm. you know uh, marketing business development um uh purchasing uh, yeah. quoting things of that nature but um we're really a um sort of like a silent employee for the msps where they can go boy i really wish that we could do this and they go to that employee and go, why don't you do it? And we do it. Yeah. So we're a great resource. That's a cool perspective, actually, that that an extension of the of the MSP and the service provider. I like that. Absolutely. Um, and I know a lot of people are going to be, you know, familiar with the ASCII group. I mean, you guys are a longstanding um, organization and, and those that aren't um, need to go need to go check them out. But I'd also love to learn just a little bit more about how the association itself got started. I mean, you guys have been in the channel a, a heck of a long time. Sure, yeah. yeah I think we were probably um, over 35 years at this yeah. point. 
and uh, Alan Weinberger, who's still involved, who's the founder of the Ask Group. This all really came out uh, based on um, some fellow IT providers working together saying, look, we need to group uh, together to form an alliance to get better pricing and better concessions. And this is, you know, 35 years ago. And that sort of idea has continued. Now, you know, we don't simply look at us from an ASCII group perspective and go, okay, we're all about trying to drive price down. It's way more than that. So if we can help people market more effectively, if we can help people uh, gain access to tools so their admins can actually work more, yeah. uh, you know, from a from an efficiency standpoint. So, but Alan started the company, uh, and uh, you know, he's uh, was uh, well connected back then, and we still have, I believe, two to three original ASCII members today that are part of the group. So it's uh, it's a good story. That's cool. Um, and, you know, from what I understand, I, I saw an email come across my bow just to give a little bit of insight into some of those benefits. Um, it was like a telehealth um, offering, which I mean, it's it's cool that you guys are 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 digging in and, and looking at problems. Uh, I mean, medical. I mean, everyone. That's a hot topic, man. I mean, I know we're an election year. <laughs> I know it's crazy. So we um, I mean. I can't get into some of the things we're working on beyond that, yeah. but we are connected to all the key players in that space right now. That's cool. And we're trying to solve big problems. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you try to solve big problems, even the smaller problems that you solve are huge. Yeah. And so this telehealth program is providing MSPs, their 1099s, their employees and their families zero out of pocket telehealth service nationwide with uh, uh, U.S.-based certified state physicians who can actually write prescriptions. So, you know, um, I got three kids in my family. You know, son wakes up and looks like he has pink eye. I know it's pink eye, but it's like, okay, well, we got to go to the mini clinic. Uh, Here's 40 bucks. Let me get my prescription, and that's it. With this, they can just talk to the doctor on their phone or online securely, they can assess it. They can get the prescription and zero dollars. Yeah. I mean, super cool. And, uh, you know, that's one example of, of what's going on uh, with the organization and, and yep. the focus and the benefits that, that you guys are driving towards, towards all of these service providers. Super cool. Um, I'm going to shift directions on you just a, just a minute. I'd love to learn just a little bit because uh, you've been with ASCII a long time, but what, uh, what brought you into the channel? Where, where did you start your career and, and where did it intersect with where we all live, work and play today? Oh my God, Ryan, I, I'll try to keep this brief because it could go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> okay. So I love technology. I was one of those people that stayed after school in the computer lab and learned how to do um, uh, machine language on a TRS-80. Cool. And so I was with I was with people that were way smarter than me. And I just loved computers back then. And uh, once I graduated high school, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go into the computer field. I'm going to learn COBOL and Pascal and all this other yeah. stuff. And at one particular point, at that sort of time, if you will, it was more along the lines of like, if you want to be in the club, you kind of have to learn it yourself. 
Okay. So here's the book. You kind of have to learn <laughs> it. Okay. Right. And so for me, I needed, I needed to be taught. And so at that particular point, I was like two years in, I'm like, you know what? This is not, I, I, you know, I'm not going to be able to deal with this. I, I'll stop here at Pascal and then get right into marketing. Yeah. And so I switched from computers to marketing. Fast forward, um, got a marketing job uh, with Keebler. No cookies. way. Yeah. And, That's interesting. Uh, yeah. As a side note, there's somebody else in the channel that also worked for Keebler that you know of as well. And his first name begins with Brian. You're kidding me. No. Sure. Brian Sherman worked. Oh, you Correct. got it. No way. Correct. Correct. So there's two large elves that run around in our industry <laughs> at this point. Okay. So, um, but uh, that was a completely different industry. But um, I got to understand merchandising and what mm -hmm. have you. And then I hopped and got a job, uh, which was really cool, in the software uh, industry. Yeah. And I worked for a company that had a software product. Uh, that crunched all the business phone numbers and consumer numbers down on CD. And I was there a year and right, uh, the company got acquired right at the end of my year. They said, how can we work with the VAR market? Interesting. And I, everyone's like, VARs, what is a VAR? Right. I was like, what's going on? And uh, at that particular point, um, through a connection uh, that I had there at that company, I met with the ASCII team at a Christmas party and an opening came available and they said, well, listen, why don't we, why don't we talk to that guy, Jerry, that we met at the Christmas party and, you know, 24 years later, here we are. <laughs> it, yeah. It's, it's, it's a while. It's life is definitely really wild, but I, I, you know, going back and then I'll kind of stop is that my love of computers and technology is something that, our community gets the benefit of because yeah. I was like one of the first people to see a firewall. You know what I mean? You know, it's stuff like that. So we really kind of dig at, okay, is this technology going to be great for MSPs? Yeah. Is there a market for it? And obviously you guys have a great solution. So you guys know what we're talking about. So. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks for the history, man. That was, that was super cool. How many people <laughs> know that? I mean, we're uncovering like, I know there's some cool strange stuff, stuff man. Out there. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Thanks for sharing. Um, you know, really shifting now to, to, to present day, um, the pandemic has really yeah. uh, thrown a grenade. <laughs> I mean, uh, for lack of a better term, really thrown a grenade in the middle of uh, uh, channel events, you know, for all of us, yeah. um, whether it be partners, vendors, associations, um, you know, what is your team doing and and what have you done to pivot to continue on your your mission yeah so it's you know everybody in the event industry uh just to give you a stat we uh um uh, we have a deal with united airlines where they're giving our members corporate access to benefits and privileges oh, so wow. i just talked to um uh one of their people and he told me that the airline uh flights are down 96 percent wow and so just to put everything in perspective, 96%. And so the event industry, all this is tied together because the event industry just drives so much business for mm -hmm. our country that a lot of people don't realize uh, the effect of that. And so 
when the pandemic happened, we pulled off a great event, Ryan. It was in Long Beach, California. Uh, you know, uh, during the State of the Union, uh, Trump mentioned COVID, but nobody kind of like. Right. It was like, yeah, nobody knows, you know. And uh, we were just thinking like, okay, we're going to be just simply a rocket ship. Vendors are coming up to us saying, this was a great event. You guys are just going to kill it this year. The energy was there. Um, the economy was running. It was booming. And then obviously this all took place. So it took us, honestly, some time to really absorb it. And so, you know, I personally thought like, okay, is this real? Right. You know? And then you go through all the data points that people were sharing and you don't know, like, OK, is this person, is this right? There was so much disinformation out there that if you're an event planner, you really kind of know, like, what's going on. Um, but at a corporate level like Cisco, Microsoft, Google, they're just saying, listen, we're canceling all events. Yeah. That's it. Done. So once we got out of the fetal position and said, OK, let's really assess this, we said, look. We can't do this. There's just no way. Um, the confidence is not there. Mm -hmm. Vendors basically have um, uh, uh, travel policies that are restricting them from moving even locally within their state. Right. It's just a complete mess. And so we sat back and said, okay, let's just cancel the events. We canceled them. And we did a lot in that time. We did a lot of webinars, come up with some creative things. You were involved in one yeah. uh, called MSP Power Lunch. And at that particular point, it was all experimental. Mm -hmm. Let's just try to get something out there, provide some value to the community. And at that point, everybody was doing it. It was just like this mad rush of content coming online. Um but uh, we kind of sat back during that time and heard feedback from a lot of the vendors and a lot of the MSPs about virtual events, what they like about them, what they don't like about them. And we kind of just took all of that in and waited. We were probably one of the last companies to actually punch out like an actual virtual right. event. And uh, that um, process and timing uh, has yielded benefits for us. So now today... We had uh, we punched out we're punching out seven virtual events, completely different than anything in the marketplace, and you're not simply, um, you know, watching TV right. more or less with most of these platforms. You're actually talking to your table mates virtually, and um, it's really slick. So uh, we did pivot. We're doing well. We sold out of all the events this year for virtual, which That's a lot awesome. of people are struggling with. Yeah, heck yeah. Um, but we are looking forward to 2021. So we're, we already have our plans in place and we're looking forward to it. Yeah. I know uh, our team was at last week. You guys had a yeah. virtual event yeah. and feedback was really good. So I do think uh, you're exactly right. You did kind of benefit from being able to take a look back, hindsight 2020, gather that feedback right. and, and uh, uh, launch on the right foot. So. Hey guys, Ryan here for a quick break from our show. We want to thank Jerry Katavis, president of the ASCII Group, for joining us on today's episode. You can find out more about the association on their website, ASCII.com. 
Now, this wouldn't be an ad break without running some ads, so I'd like to talk to you about our product, Connect Booster. Connect Booster is the premier accounts receivable management and payment automation tool for the channel. When our partners invoice bill their clients, Connect Booster automates the payment, automates the accounting, and gives 24-7, 365 visibility into end clients so they can see current invoices, past invoices, auto pay settings, securely stored checking, credit card data, and so much more. We all know it's hard enough to get in the door of a prospect. It's hard enough to close the deal. It shouldn't be hard to accept their money when the sale is made. If your business isn't one of the thousands that is getting paid faster with Connect Booster, reach out to us at connectbooster.com to learn more how you can automate your cash flow. Before we get back to the show, we want to let you know all the ways you can find us online. Visit our website, connectbooster.com slash podcast to listen to new episodes before they air on the podcast network. If you'd rather wait, our episodes are available on iTunes, Spotify, Google, and really anywhere you can listen to podcasts. So search Connect Booster on your favorite platform and subscribe to get notified when there's a new episode. If you have suggestions for future episodes or want to be a guest on the podcast, please email us at podcast at connectbooster.com or send us a message on Facebook or Twitter and we'll point you in the right direction. Lastly, if you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes and tell us why you like it. Thanks for listening to the confessions of an IT business owner. We'll get back to the podcast and talk to you soon. So another another pivot. I keep pivoting. Like I won't keep you in one one place too long. But um, what have you got? What you you've touched on this a little bit. I guess it's a little bit of a throwback to earlier in the conversation. But um, you've obviously seen a lot of change in in right. the channel. Um, you know, I know we don't have time for a chronological order, but you know, do you, what are a couple of the big inflection points that, you know, you've seen even in the last five, 10 years that, that really right. stand out in your mind as, as uh game changers. Right. Well, I'll try to, you know, I won't uh, um, give you the sort of like the canned answer, you know what I mean? That everybody will give. I'll try to give you something a little bit different. So what I think is interesting is what's happening right now mm-hmm. today. So our industry is booming. And so regardless of COVID, and obviously there's some MSPs are impacted more because maybe they're vertically focused on yeah. certain mm-hmm. areas, but our market is booming and we're, we're blessed to be in an industry that we can actually do what we're doing. And technology is sort of the, the fabric that holds uh, the economy and the acceleration to go forward. And so, um, We're going to see MSPs coming out of this with stronger infrastructure, better portfolios in terms of services that they're providing the end user. And what that is going to equate to is a better MSP for our industry. So, um, you know, if you look back at maybe it was last year at some time, you had MSPs that were getting hacked Mm -hmm. and a lot of things that were taking place. And that put sort of like this stigma on the MSP community right. where most end users didn't even know what an MSP meant. And then all of a sudden you're hearing in the news cycles that, yeah, exactly. Oh, this is what this company does. Oh, yeah. well, um, I think that uh, we're definitely going to see a change in direction on how businesses look at us uh, as um, 
and I don't want to disrespect uh, the term, but we're, we're, we're essential responders in a sense. Uh, so we're there to help businesses, you know, um, get up and running, maintain uh, uptime and uh, be there for them. So, you know, I think this is huge. I think this as much as it's hurting the economy, as much as we're going through pain right now and everybody is, uh, this for our industry is going to propel us forward. So I really think that this is going to be big when we come out of it. That's cool. Love that perspective. Um, as, uh, you know, as president of, of ASCII, you've worked with a lot of high profile people, a couple, you know, names that come off the top of my mind, Frank Abagnale, um, and, and oh, yeah. that whole story, um, the, uh, former White House CIO, Teresa Payton, um, any, any cool stories that you can tell about them that, that, uh, are, right. are, are, you can disclose and not, not go to jail, but yeah. at the same time, uh, you know, right. can, can share that, that might be lesser known. Right. Well, he probably won't be too upset about this because I thought it was kind of comical. I don't want to make sure I get this right. So we're in the hallway and this is with uh, Frank Abagnale, who yeah. we're still working with. And he's 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 speaking at our virtual events and he's doing a great job. And yeah. the guy is um, uh, he's a, he's kind of an amazing human being. Interesting guy. Interesting guy. So we're in the hallway one time and I don't know what I said, something I was like, he I said, um, he has this look like a lot of these speakers that go on the circuit, just like Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs had a look, you know, mm-hmm. turtleneck, black turtleneck yeah. jeans, and stuff like that, whatever. Okay? Like a trademark. Uh, look. Facebook has, Zuckerberg has the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Zuckerberg. So uh, with Abigail, he's like dressed to the nines, like suit, ha- hanky, all this other stuff. And, and I know I'm going to butcher this story, but I'll tell you just the gut of it. So, he forgot his hanky somewhere and he borrowed someone's panties somehow and used it <laughs> to make it look like a handkerchief that out of his pocket. Great. Yeah. And that I was great. just like laughing. And I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was like when he was speaking or he was just like, he had to go somewhere formal. I had to do something to dress up. Yeah. But like, he told me that and I was like, man, I really got to have a drink with this guy, you know? So and he's he's down to earth, but he's a great guy. Oh, that's cool. Hey, you delivered. That was that was perfect. That that's exactly what we we're looking for. That's hilarious. <laughs> so uh here's a question that I love to ask everyone that comes on on the podcast. I always get yeah. some really interesting answers. Um if you were to talk to your younger self, you know, let's say 15, 20 years ago, or in, or let's say when you were in your early twenties. You know, what yeah. advice would would you give to yourself through all the experiences that that you've had now in in life professionally and and personally? I mean, I don't know. I think that, um, you know, life kind of makes you who you are, like through the experiences of life. And I just think that you these terms might be odd, but you kind of like want to relish the curveballs in yeah. life. And so you get a curveball and it doesn't matter if it's personal, um, with, uh, your career, anything, you just have to look at it and just go, okay, uh, let's just kind of like go through it and grind through it. It's going to make you a better person. So, you know, now, you know, I look at this and stuff like saying, you know, and you we're mature now, you know, 
when curveballs happen, you're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Bring it. Bring it. And I'll tell you uh, just a quick thing is I remember a new employee for us. Okay. And when you do events, you have to realize that nothing is going to be perfect. Okay. Regardless of your virtual events. And so we've seen it all. We've seen like (laughs) tornadoes take out the entire section where we had the hotel. We've had altercations with people that come into our event that shouldn't be there. Right. We've, just stuff happens. And so at one of the events, the person that was running that came over to me goes, oh, we got a major problem. This is what's going on. And I just looked there. I was like, yeah, okay. Doesn't sound, it's not much. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, just so, deal. Like, right. So, at, so you build up, like when you start going through, if you get as many curveballs in life that everybody has and everybody gets them. Okay. Yeah. Is that you build up this scar tissue yeah. where it's sort of like you get a you get a curveball and you're like whatever it, like it doesn't matter like okay you know so I think that's the biggest thing is that when you're young you kind of like really take this stuff and it kind of could really throw you off sure but looking back it's almost like okay accept it absorb it deal with it and go so I love that man that's great advice. Wish I would have had that advice early on. <laughs> me, me too, man. Well, cool, man. That's uh, that's great. I I really appreciate. Uh, number one, um, we always love love your events, and certainly love the value that you're bringing to the community. And um, you guys are loved inside of the community. And I really appreciate again you taking time out of the day and uh, maybe giving us a little bit of that uh, inside peek about about you, where you came from, some of the cool stuff you're working on is. As well as uh, Frank's, uh, that that was just that was great. <laughs> that was great. That made the whole show, man. <laughs> I mean, well, he's, a, he's a character, man. He was he's a funny guy. When he said that, I was like, "Holy smokes, that's just a great story." <laughs> cool, cool. Hey, anything else that you'd like to uh, uh, leave with us or listeners before we before we sign off? Uh, you know, well, one thing I just, you know, I, have heard Ryan speak away from this, uh, this thing we're doing right now about sales and, uh, he truly understands it. So I love talking to other people that love sales and I know you love sales. Absolutely. Okay. And, um, I think that, uh, it's unfortunate in our industry that MSPs don't love sales. And uh, I think that if you um, need to talk to somebody, you should talk to Ryan because every time I hear him speak about this, I go, yep, love it. I love it. You know, and uh, when we do events, Ryan, one of the things I do, and I, I think you'll appreciate that, is that I'll say, okay, I want to see who my people are out, are out there. Raise your hand if you went to the marquee uh, to see if there's any opportunities to sell other events that are taking place at the hotel. Awesome. And out of a room of like 150, 180 people, maybe nine people yeah. will raise their hands and I'll go, those are my people, you know? Heck yeah. And I know Heck you yeah. get that, but yeah. I really Heck wish yeah. that our industry would love sales uh, instead of like just shying away from it. So, Well, I, I, I appreciate that, man. And I think uh, um, there's, there's just huge opportunity out there for people that are going to uh, uh, work on that craft and it's, it's not something where um, it means the stigma that maybe people hear when they say it. It's it's more uh, education and in a transference of energy around something awesome that's going to help someone else, right? That's it, man. That's totally it. Well, cool. 
Dude, that, that, that was a blast. Thank you so much. And uh, looking forward to the next time that we get to uh, be together and, and be face-to-face and, and share, share a drink together. Sounds good, Ryan. Really appreciate it. Cool.